Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You've been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Human history has been shaped by courageous departure. Italian explorer Christopher Columbus across the Atlantic, Lewis and Clark through the Louisiana Purchase, Babe Ruth from the Red Sox to the Yankees, the Beatles from Liverpool to the States, and David Tepper from Goldman Sachs to Appaloosa. Change is difficult, but it's often necessary for real growth. And so, like the monarch caterpillar becoming a butterfly, today we celebrate the courageous departure of Caroline Can, a.k.a. CC, and Max Henson, a.k.a. Max Henson. These two colorful, talented young adultlings have touched us all, but they've grown wings, and now it's time for them to fly. I'm Mick Mixon. Welcome to a historic group chat. That was everything I hoped it was going to be and more. Wow. And more. We knew that this news could not come from us. We needed someone to come in and and make it special. And Mick, you nailed it. You did that for us. Thank you. I feel, I I feel like I actually have wings. Before we got here, I was like, you know, Mick, you know, you, you prepared something, right? And he was like, no, I don't believe in preparation. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Then, like, you know, I guess he maybe he just does this stuff just completely off the top of his head. And then, of course, we re- as soon as we get ready to record, out comes the notebook, and he's got some words written. And it was like, oh, this is going to be good. And when sure you, enough, it was. When you get to be my age, your cognition is not uh, what it what it once was. Mm-hmm. But going to miss you guys. Thank you for having me on the show. And, WB, it's good to see you. This is kind of sad. I mean, it's a little melancholy. You guys have uh, – have been amazing. And CC, when she first came in, um, I think um, she and I kind of identified with one another right away. That that, uh, And I loved how she's a curious-minded individual. She's a, a gifted interviewer. She listens like a Rottweiler Terrier. And, you know, on-air talent, though, is really rare. But in, in my mind, when I learned more about Caroline and how the kind of thought she puts into relationships and gift giving and and she thinks of other people first and that's a rare quality in our business and the legend of maximilian j henson my golly man he uh he came in a, just a little skinny scrawny little thing he kind of reminded Changed me of so myself sense, a yeah. slightly less good looking robust <laughs> alpha male version of me and um and max i've enjoyed getting to be friends and and yeah. being a co-worker of you for these years well, I have to say I knew that you were lying when you said you didn't prepare for this because every Saturday of away games, I would witness Mick writing his script 
to open up the game of the next day. This is in between cheese bites from our um, plain charcuterie board that we would have, but I feel privileged to have a script written in your notebook that you opened so many games with. This past season, Mike. We'll put this on eBay, and it'll probably yeah. go for one cent. Or yeah, maybe, actually, David you know, Monroe, the uh, historical oh, alumni yeah. affairs manager, we might need, need to leave get a hold that with that. him. Yeah, put that in the museum. So, where are you? Where are you guys headed to? The hard question. What's the meaning of this? How could you do this to us? <laughs> I know. No one leaves the mothership. <laughs> I know it's true. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm getting married. Mick? No. Uh, I know. Is that still on? <laughs> <laughs> it is still on, and um, distance marriage was not something that Parks and I wanted to sign up for. So I'm heading back to Indianapolis to begin our lives together, and I'm I'm getting out of football completely. I'm Well, I'm marrying football, so that's going to keep me in it. But yeah, that's good. I'm, I am, You're um, not getting out of football. Yeah, I'm not just, getting yeah. out of football. I'm actually marrying it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work in the nonprofit world. So I'm, I'm starting um, with a new foundation in Indianapolis, and I'm excited. You're going to make the world a better place. There's no room for that in football, so it's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> well, I always said if, if I – there were two ways that I was going to get out of football. One, if I was having kids, I'm not there yet. We're, we, we would love that one day, but this is not that day. Or if I was able to help people and, and do something that that is – this is a fun job, but I want to be able to go home and be fulfilled that I was able to help people. So this was this was my opportunity, so I'm taking it. So Maximilian is already married, so what's your excuse? <laughs> I am getting out of football. Um, just kind of taking things in a little bit of a different direction here. I feel like I've had a really great run doing what's a very fun job, but also a very all-consuming and challenging job. And just priorities have changed a little bit for me personally and just sort of felt this was the right time to challenge myself in something a little bit different, um, which is hard to do because this has been so awesome. And this was my, my dream job was to do exactly what I'm doing right now. Um, but the dream has sort of changed, I guess is the best way to put it. And so, Can we say where you're going? Um, or is that verboten? Well, let's just say I'm, I'm moving into the corporate communications world. So where just you'll get of, a 10% discount on corporate <laughs> communication products, yes, I have yes. um, So it'll be, it'll be a different sort of pace and feel to it for sure. Um, but I just think it's, I think it's time. It's, it's, it's hard as it might be to say. Of what, since you've worked here, are you most proud Man. Uh, individually, I would say in the eight years, Panther fans just being able to trust that when I have something to say, it's um, there's credibility to it. I think that's personally what I'm most proud of is just what I've been able to develop with the readers and fans who follow this team over eight seasons. Collectively, how far we've come as digital department from 2012 to where we are now is without a doubt what I'm most proud of. I mean, I'm, I'm the only person left from the group that I walked into in 2012. Everybody else has since came after um, or has left themselves. So it's changed so dramatically. And I'm super proud of the work we did in 2012. You know, that's not to say that we didn't do great work back then, but the way it's evolved and the people that we've brought in, the amount of talent and you know, the level that just Panthers Digital is on. We've said this for a long time. We've punched above our weight for a long time. And uh, I think a, a lot of people have had a hand in that. So to be a small part of it, uh, and you want to you want to leave a place better than you found it, right? And I sort of feel like I can I can say that confidently with where this this group is at. No arguments. What about you, CC? I think how quickly I don't know if it was the fan base accepting me or how I meshed with the fan base, but I was only here for not even a year, eleven months, 
And I feel like I know Panther fans and that they know me and that it wasn't just a one-way street. So I think a lot of times in the media, it's I never see who I'm speaking to, but they see me through social media or videos that I do or interviews. So it, it can sometimes feel like a one-way street, but I feel really proud of the fact that I tried to get to know Panther fans quickly. I tried to answer questions. I tried to, you know, follow them on social media and see what their lives were like and, and quickly get to know uh, Panthers fans. And I, growing up one, I think I had a, a bit of a leg up on that, but I'm pretty proud that I, I think even leaving here, people will still be invested in my life because I let them get to know me and I got to know them. And it, it wasn't just because on Sundays we were talking about the same thing. It was, you know, on Tuesday we were sharing, you know, where we were eating or, you know, what, what we were doing outside of just the football world. And um, I think that's, I think that's rare. I think that takes a great fan base to allow me to do that. But then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the way that I went about it for 11 months of doing it. What will you miss most about this gig? Ooh. This has been my identity for my whole life. Sports has been, I mean, from the time I was, you know, playing, everyone plays soccer when they're little, and then you go into high school and you still play sports, and volleyball was what I chose, so I played that at the next level in college, and then I got out and started covering sports, so I've always been able to say, oh, I'm Caroline Can, and I do this in sports. And sports is so easy to talk about. Everyone wants to know about it. I think what I'm going to miss and and have to find again is just what is the new identity of me? What, what you know, when, when people ask, oh, you know, Caroline, what do you do? Or, you know, what do you consider, you know, whatever it is. I mean, I, I'd, that's been a big deal for me. And I, I think Max put it perfectly when him and I were talking about it just last week of, the decision to to take this next step in our careers was easy. We knew it was the right decision. Our lives are going in a different direction. But then going through the process of doing that and detaching yourself from what has been your identity for your entire life pretty yep. much is the most difficult part. And it, it's going to be hard to just watch the world continue, the, the, the world that you've worked in for so long, to just keep going full steam ahead while you've exited because you put so much into this and you put, you know, all of your time and your effort and everything that you have into this job and, and to, to step away from it is the right decision, but it's going to be tough to, to do yeah, that. I'd echo every, everything you just said completely feel the same way. I would say I'll miss just the adrenaline rush mm -hmm. that comes with, you know, whether it's something as, walking into the stadium before the NFC Championship game and just knowing all that it's about to take place. And then so just something as simple as like knowing I've got a really good story and hitting publish and knowing that people are about to really enjoy what I've put together. Um, that that feeling is what I'll miss for sure. Keep in touch. Ugh. It's been an honor to work with you both. We said this on the podcast. Uh, what was this, the last one of Hags? Yeah. Have have a great summer. You would write that in yearbooks. We're just saying, you know, have a great season. Hags, Mick. Thanks for everything you did for us. I Thank know you, we Mick. worked with you. Thanks for the kind closely. words. Okay, they fine. Were beautiful. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> well, Mick. Thank you so much for joining us. But he's not our only guest on this. What you now have come to realize is the farewell podcast. This is this is the the last group chats that we are recording live together. The three of us. We do have one more episode coming. That is just going to put the bow 
um, on the group chat. It'll be the best of coming next week. But we do have a special bittersweet. Um, it has been weird to put this whole episode together because it has been a lot of uh, farewell thoughts and, and how can we make this final group chat all three together. We even got a photo taken earlier before we, we started did. it, like a real one. Man, I'm just so excited about how Mick started this thing off. That was that was he really. It just could not delivered. have been any better. But we aren't done yet. We have very special guests coming on the podcast now. But we have to say there are many reasons we wanted these next two on the podcast. But I, I think a big reason is because we need their advice on something. Uh, I think you know Max and I particularly we're, we're navigating an interesting part of our lives. So yeah. we, we are bringing on familiar voices and, and faces, although you're not going to see them yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Saying goodbye to the Panthers is, is a difficult thing, and these two are familiar with that very thing. Very, very different circumstances. Jake, as we all know, had a very emotional goodbye from the team, and um, you know that was a press conference that I think he still jokes about now. Uh, but at the time was a lot of raw emotion. And Jordan's was a retirement ceremony where we had Ryan Khalil and the quartet serenade him to happy trails. So to have both of them here providing some insight and some advice maybe as to how to move forward, I think will be really helpful. It is. So there you have it. We're having Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome join the group chat. So guys, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks for having us. I'm so happy to be on. I've listened to you guys since the inception with group Ooh. chat, and I'm a little hurt that I haven't been invited on. <laughs> wow. it's but the, maybe, yeah. but maybe it's the ultimate honor because you had to wait until the biggest show to have Jake and I on. So actually, now that I think about it, thank you, and I'm flattered. <laughs> yes, it's the big finale. That's the that's the only one that we deserve to have you guys on. Right. Right. We, we There's have- nothing like listening to Max's voice and Caroline. Like the, it's like you guys are in harmony. Wow. And Will's good too. Octaves. Will's good too, two, right? Two, two different. <laughs> o- we're not talking about Will because he's sticking around. Okay, yeah, y'all are Will, stuck with We'll talk me. about Will whenever he leaves. Okay, okay, but for yeah. now, you know, you two, it's yeah. like a two octave difference. But the harmon, the harmony is perfect. Wow. So it's going to be tough to replace. And then Will, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and then there's Will, who was actually in an acapella group. The only one that knows something about harmony can't even join in harmony with us. Will, there you I go. Know. I know. I'm actually, why didn't you get invited to sing at the press conference? I wasn't here then. Well. That was that was in my time in the wilderness after <laughs> the wilderness. after Jordan after Jordan pranked me as an intern and then sent me off into the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> what is this you're, you're just on a you're on a long list of people that were pranked by me and most of them failed. But so say, Jordan, I can't do, even you remember even, do you remember good. what you did to him? Gosh, I remember having fun with Will, but I don't remember this specific instance. It pro- Will probably has nightmares about this. I, what, I really what do. Happened? What I've happened? told the story. So I, the brief version was I was sent into the weight room to get Jordan for an interview, and he was doing uh, an ab workout with a medicine ball. No, I- he was not. <laughs> He's never oh, yeah. done an ab workout in his life. <laughs> he meant to say with a tractor tire, not a medicine ball. That's what he meant to say. And I went up to him, and I said, hey, Jordan, whenever you get done, uh, they need you in the locker room for an interview. And he kind of stopped midway through to say, wait, what? What did you say? And the ball kept being thrown at him, and it hit him in the face. Yeah. And then Jerry Simmons, who is the strength coach at the time, came over and gave me a piece of his mind. So was it really a prank, or did it actually happen? <laughs> it was It was a prank, but that went a little bit wrong. The ball was not supposed to hit Jordan in the face. <laughs> 
But yeah. Gosh. Just add that to the list of head injuries, Will. <laughs> all the way through. Well, you guys aren't getting serenaded unless Jake and I can come up with something in the next couple of minutes here. But uh, I will say you are deserving. The players always get a big send-off, and it's always news-breaking. But you two both deserve to have some song and dance surrounding your departure because you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody in the work with either of you that would have negative things to say. So I, I, I for one, wish she in the emotional and say it's been awesome only for a year. Max and I spent more time together than that. But uh, well done, and whoever gets you next is lucky to have you. And, and Jake, we must – we must do something wrong because we both showed up for one year together and people are leaving like crazy. So we got to figure this out, man. Everybody just, I don't understand it. I mean, they just want to like get up and leave. Now the question yeah. would be, are they intimidated by us? <laughs> is Ooh, that, is that true. it? I don't, I don't yeah. know. I, you know I would doubt, I would doubt that's it, but that, that has to be a question that's brought up. Right. Well, you know what really started it for me of me thinking about leaving was that BS of someone else winning Rookie of the Year for our radio crew? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean Jake. that that well, was Jake. that was really the start of the domino effect that just got me out the door. Jake's Listen. a quarterback; he had to win. They're all <laughs> they're used they're used to people being you know talking like they're so great and getting the big contracts and all that stuff. So he had, Jake had to win. Plus, he was the only true rookie. You know, I I was here for a short time before, and Caroline, you've been doing this. Jake, Jake's the only rookie. He needed to win. Yeah. He's the quarterback. It's the right thing to do. I guess he was the only one that technically fit the criteria to even win the award, but I still think there should have been a, a closer battle for that one. Yeah, I just know yes, that when, we would throw, when we'd throw it down to Caroline on the sidelines and she'd do her, her, her update, I'd think, God, I got to really get better at this job because she's way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so then I just try to think of something that Caroline would know. Like, yeah, so the old lineman, I can tell you right now, here's what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you were just Take making that. things up up there. Oh, <laughs> well, every single game. Don't tell them because I'm coming back next year. <laughs> more made up stuff, you know. Uh, no, we won't. We won't. But who was it that said you've, you've listened since the beginning? That was me, Jordan. Jordan, what is your yeah. what's one of your favorite moments from the group chat? I did, what did you guys do the during the awards one of the award shows? Was it what which one was it? The Oscar was it the Oscars? It was probably the like, Oscars. Yeah, that one was good. That was creative because you had your best dressed and you had your all I like that one. That one's entertaining. We tried. You know, I get a lot try. of time. It's easy. You guys have made it easy to keep up with the team because you can only read so many. You know, Mick's not, Mick was on before us. He's not on now to defend himself. You can only get so many like <laughs> written reports or whatever from the field. Sure. Group chat gets you Panther news, much like this episode today. Panther news with hardly any serious nature to any of it. So <laughs> yep. that one was good. I mean, you're that gonna get a little good. bit of Panthers football. Uh, Will's calves. Uh, yep. right. anything else that we we deem appropriate for that day exactly but what do we got jake for advice for moving on yeah right? come on give us because that because it oh, i'm sorry go first yeah, yeah i'm a, i'm sorry i was polishing my uh, rookie of the year um for moving on i think the biggest thing and one you don't burn any bridges which i don't think either one of you are burning any bridges usually you burn a bridge when you get fired or cut. And I don't think that's, I was the only one in this group chat that got cut. Right. 
right you, you know that so yeah. you don't need to rub it in but i was the only one <laughs> jordan retired on his terms you know you two or whatever y'all think y'all moving on for bigger and better things so uh don't burn any bridges uh and and, and second of all you never know when you can come back you just never never know yeah did you and guys think that you would be back in some capacity I'll, well, no, I'd, I'd be totally honest. I knew at some point, now it took a little time. Yes, you're always going to go back to Carolina at some point, but to say that it would be in the capacity that it is now, uh, no, I can't say that was uh, something at that time in my life that uh, I, I truly thought about. I, I, I hoped I would be, but when we decided to move back home to Idaho, I just thought that the distance would be too great mm-hmm. for me to be a part of things. So incredibly flattered when the conversation came up to be on the color team. And then just what an amazing time we live in when you can run podcasts or live radio shows or whatever, and you don't even know where everybody is that's on the radio show. Right. So that's been wonderful. As Jake said, don't burn any bridges. and You guys aren't enjoy being away though, too. I'll say that, you know, when I got done playing football and, and you guys, different roles but you can you can understand this the pressure of the nfl and for you guys the deadlines and to have stories and in website bits and be up and you have your personality be you know lively and fun all the time like that wears at you and for me as a player you know i had a lot different roles and and a high level of pressure on me and when i said i was done it was like a it was a giant weight off my shoulders just to get to exhale a little bit and see the funny thing that you'll see especially you know Caroline you'll still be in the football world a bit with your husband um, you know being with the Colts but Max if you're you know away from football more you'll see how the whole world lives and half the people out there more don't even know what the Panthers are right, right? and right. it's funny to say but like it all, there's this whole other world that goes on and it's wonderful to yeah kind of get to live in that a little while and then swoop back in when you want to. So, um, yeah, no, it's good stories to tell of where you've been so far, but where you're headed is going to be even better. And, um, it's, it's people will always find it interesting that you wrote articles for the Panthers, were an offensive lineman for the Panthers, worked in the weight room for anywhere that your life has touched the NFL is always going to be a topic of discussion. And when people meet you, and are introduced through a friend or something else. He's my buddy, Max. He used to be a writer for the Panthers. How about that? And then you're going to have to tell who the best interview was. People are going to want to know who's the best guy to interview, man. You got to tell me right now. Tell me some funny stories. (laughs) It's definitely Jordan. It's definitely definitely Jordan. Jordan, You're nailing the voice of this guy. This is exactly how he sounds. So that's the way it'll be. I just told, I just predicted your future, but no, enjoy it. man. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I think, you know, in eight years and I was, I was lucky Jordan and I, I obviously, wasn't didn't have the pleasure of covering Jake, but Jordan and my I started in 2012, so I got in right when you guys were starting to really get things clicking a bit. Um, you know, Cam coming into his own in 2013, 12 and four, the the kind of magic ride that team kind of went on after such a poor start, and then of course we know what happened in 15, and you know that kind of era of Panthers football. I feel very privileged to have gotten a chance to be you know chronicling every step of that journey. Uh, and obviously you were a big part of that and just the locker room culture. I don't know what other locker room cultures were like across the league. This is the only team that I've gotten a chance to be embedded with, but I don't think that there were many that were really quite like what this group was and what you guys had established during this time. 
No, I think you're exactly right. That's one thing. Jordan played for one team. And I was, you know, I was with the Saints and the Panthers and the Browns and, and, and Texans. But I can promise you not all locker rooms were like the one we had in Carolina. Um, it, it was it was unique and different. It was just uh, – it was a very serious, but it was very loose on, on, on the – also. It just – it was a way you had professionals and that knew how to have a good time on the field, how to be ready to play, but then off the field. And when I say off the field, meaning in the locker room, it was uh, you, you probably got to see and hear things that not many locker rooms get to be like. Right. And that culture went from one coach to, to another because Jordan played for Coach Fox. And, you know, we the players ran that locker room, you know, from from Steve Smith to, to Jordan, I'd like to think. Myself, you know, uh, to Thomas Davis, the John Beesons, the Ryan Khalils, the players ran the locker room. And then Rivera gets here. And the same thing, those players, they policed it. And it was evidenced by the success that, that was uh, had that was on the field. So it's a uh, that's something that's pretty unique to Carolina in itself. I can I can guarantee you that. Well, we do have to bring up here is the, the final thing of when you guys are really getting off the hook really, with, with Max and mm-hmm. I stepping away because I'm not going to say we beat you guys in downloads for podcast, but I would just recommend that the two of you never look up the numbers if you want to think that you are the number one Panthers podcast uh, that ran for this season. What, what do you, if I you mean, didn't beat us in downloads, what, is that, what, what, what are the qualifications? <laughs> All right, fine. You may have beat us by a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. A little. Did we? Well, I should have stopped listening then. Well, I probably got us too close to the tie. <laughs> well, actually, if it's a per episode basis, you guys won. But if you're mm. talking total show, total episodes, they did do more episodes. So they, oh, well, they that do doesn't count. Too. Yeah, we did. Oh. We did. We did quality over quantity. No, wait. He's saying we did wait. quantity over oh, quality. Dang it. I, just, <laughs> I just buried. Oh. <laughs> I just buried us. <laughs> we just we worked harder though. Oh, no, we did. Hey, we worked harder. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> statistics are for losers. And Jordan, listen, I've already have the rookie of the year trophy up on my mantle. I'll give you the uh you know the download trophy. The I mean, most you, you can have that. We'll 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 send that to uh, to Fruitland, Idaho. I mean, that's well, I guarantee, I guarantee, we'll beat Max in Carolina next year, Jake. Yeah. So I'm already playing that. Right now. Yeah. That's so speaking of about. being able to just take a deep breath and exhale all the pressure, you're welcome for yeah, this. Yeah, thank that's, you. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, did. but now they're bringing in they're bringing in fresh blood, Caroline. Since you guys are leaving, now we got to you know maintain our stakehold on the top podcast. You got to so you got to do your scouting report before the season begins to make right. sure you're going to beat them. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them pointers. Them. Yeah, do it. An inside source tells me this new podcast is garbage. That's what I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leak it out there to people. <laughs> oh man! Well, guys, All thank right. you so much for calling in. I know I had a blast working with you guys this year. It was fun uh, to hear both your voices on the radio, and I'm I'm bummed. I'm sad. I'm gonna miss it, but just know I'll be tuning in and. And it'll be a little bit to listen to Mick and his poetic way of setting up the game and all of his anecdotes, but. You guys were fun. Always gave a lot of insight, and I appreciate you guys. Well, we feel the same. Best of luck in, in you know, the new endeavor. 
Um, one thing you, you do have to look forward to, the weather is so much better, better in Indianapolis than it is in Charlotte. <laughs> so that's something that you're going to be able to enjoy. Um, yes. But no, it, was, uh, it certainly was a lot of fun. Um, I guess you can say y'all were professional in y'all work. I mean, somewhat. I- I'm just saying that just to agree. But uh, <laughs> but we did a good job. And Caroline, you were on it. You know, certain things I'd like to think I would watch a game and, and try to watch sidelines as much as possible because you can just kind of tell some things. And next thing you know, I can hear David Langdon in the ears uh, in my ear in our ear saying going down to Caroline. And what I want to say, you you already come up with about what's going on on the sideline. So. That was pretty good. So whoever's going to fill your shoes will uh, will have to be ready. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, I would echo that. Jake said it all. And, and he talked about Caroline, so I'll talk about Max. Max, you always uh, were very approachable and fair to the players and then getting to work with you on the media side as well and did a nice job of letting guys, building trust and rapport with guys. Uh, yes, you're a homer but also reading your articles, especially now from Idaho, staying up with the team, they're very fair. So you did a nice job balancing that. And that's tricky, you know, and Caroline, you did that as well, but that's a tricky thing to do. So nice job. And we'll see you guys again. Look forward to getting together down the road. Well, I think it's the pollen. It's the pollen. I think is what (laughs) Jake said. It's the allergies. I'm just crying now (laughs) on here. But guys, seriously, thank you so much for joining us. Um, It is just to see you later. We're not really going that far, but guys, thank you so much for calling in. All right, bye for now. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. And you know what? I think we just kind of up some, uh, you know, podcast downloads, Jordan. I think we helped them out. No, end. this is the Jordan and Jake podcast. Just for the <laughs> That's what I'm talking hey, about. Hang up on him, Matt. Hang up on him. <laughs> <So, yeah. laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, Caroline, it's really only a matter of time until the next like Hall of Honor reunion. They invite us back, and we'll get to spend time with Jordan and Jake again. Honestly, you know, I, I was kind of looking at the banners the other day. My name is a little longer. <laughs> yeah, we can fit it. I think I think our designers can work on that though. What what's the rule? How many years does it have to be once you're removed? Yeah, I guess that's true. We have to be a few more years uh, removed, but few. eventually. We'll get invited back, fitted for our blue blazers. We need to figure out who's on that voting committee. (laughs) (laughs) Really slide slide our names in there. But we're not done with the guest. We have another guest. And the the next person we're bringing on, uh, we we made him the president of the groupies, the the, the president of our fake fan club. Our number one fan. Unquestionably our number one fan. He is our number one fan. But we do want to – we wanted to bring him on because – Obviously, if no one listens to your podcast, you don't get to keep having a podcast. So all of you out there that listened every single week would tweet at us, leave us reviews, all those things. We we really, really do thank you so much uh, for doing that. But we're bringing on, you know him on Twitter as Mayor of Flavortown. Although if you search Mayor of Flavortown, there are many, many mayors. <laughs> so we're just going to let him introduce himself um, and, and we're just going to talk to him about all the great service that he's done for us as president yeah. of our fan club. Uh, but right now we have a special guest joining us. So thank you so much for joining us, Mayor of Flavortown. Thank you for having me. Where are you currently? In my apartment in New York City. We didn't know what you were going to sound yeah. like. We were hedging bets, but oh, okay. we didn't get any. Very masculine. Very, <laughs> exactly what we thought from your avatar um, on Twitter, which is obviously not you, but this was a, a discussion that we had a couple of weeks ago. About what exact? Will you break it down for us and tell people, tell people what's going on in your avatar and also your handle? Because we like to pub people that are funny. So you guys actually nailed it. 
one yeah. of you did. I, I can't recall who it was, but it was Guy, it is Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you actually look at the avatar, it is Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan yes. on SNL <laughs> portraying Guy Fieri. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, so when, when I first moved uh, to New York, I was traveling a ton for work. And I happened to live on the same floor as Bobby Moynihan Stop. of SNL. And he and I obviously kept odd hours because I was flying in at 5 a.m. He was leaving SNL at 5 a.m. And we would both be completely drained in the elevator together. <laughs> and we would communicate through basically a series of grunts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's, he's as funny as you would expect. And uh, after I moved, he actually moved first, but then I left the building. It was my tribute to him. <laughs> okay, but this is not uh, your only celebrity connection. Um, you shared a hot tub with a celebrity. Oh wow! Okay. Oh yes, when I was a when I was a we'll keep it PG here. When I was a <laughs> child. Um, uh, uh, I think it was eleven years old ish in Hawaii. Um, just happened to run into a certain teen heartthrob who uh, was staying at the hotel and ended up sharing a hot tub with Mr. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Himself. Hey! Wow. Pretty good, right? Although I love Jonathan the way you set Taylor that up Taylor. that you made yeah, I was think. like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, Will was getting nervous. It's like private school you know, vibes over there just like, couldn't. like oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> Well, we do know we uh, since we put you in charge of the groupies and you are the president of our fan club. Number one, we I mean, thank you for your service of doing that yeah. um, and Very just difficult. Yeah, and letting us volunteer. I know it's it's I know it's kind of a lot of, you know, coordinating and, and making sure that all the events run smoothly. So <laughs> we really do thank you for that. But we we did want to get your first impressions because when we first came up with this idea for the group chat, we named it the group chat because in a group chat you talk about anything and everything. So we didn't want sure. we didn't want to plan too much. We just wanted to come up and talk about what we wanted to. So when you first heard the group chat, what what were your thoughts? Well, as a lifelong Panthers fan, having moved away from Charlotte, it disconnects you a little bit. I I love the way you know you guys kind of converse like friends, uh, which I'm sure you are. It's all it's outside. all fake. It's all, <laughs> it's all fake. We hate yeah, well. we hate each other more. <laughs> It's a good, it's kind of like shooting it with your friends, uh, just talking about the Panthers and, you know, you get a little behind the scenes action from, from you guys since you're at the stadium so much, but we do live here. It feels like, but mayor, we appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you taking on the large task of being the president of our fan club. I know it was a heavy lift, um, but someone had to do it. and, And we really, we really do thank you. It's really just a lot of hate mail reading, but <laughs> I make it work. Well, the good news is um, you're not going to get that anyway. Yeah, you might get a li- you. you might get more positive mail now that us Yankees are off the air. <laughs> but Mayor, thank you so much. We at least know your first name. It is Mark. We appreciate you joining the group chat, and we can still be friends on Twitter. And you're welcome for no longer uh, receiving hate mail. Yes. I'm sorry to see the show go, but thank you guys for uh, your service. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for listening, man. We appreciate it. Yep. So, yeah, hopefully we get a couple more positive reviews from Mayor of Flavortown (laughs) to kind of 
kick us off here and in one final big uh, push of some five star reviews. Not even from him. Just everyone. Just everyone else. Just please, just go flood us with five stars. That can be our goodbye. Yeah. It's just go flood with positive reviews and five stars. Mostly, tell us us that we made you laugh and cry. This is an emotional episode, so we want to hear all about how sad you are. Yeah. Try, try. try That's especially like when you're saying goodbye to a place of work, especially like. It's just, it's nice when people are sad when you tell them, you know, like it makes you, you want them to be sad. Like you you don't want them to be sad, but it's also like it shows you that this was a special place Mm -hmm. and it meant something that you were here and worked with these people. So yeah, all of our listeners now there, tell us about how sad you are that we're leaving. Well, I will say through this entire experience of, you know, coming to the conclusion that I was going to leave and Mm -hmm. do all that, I felt a little funny because- 11 months is going to be my entire time with the Panthers. And so I felt... Are you sure it's not 11 years? The way people talk about you, it's like... It's been 11 years. Well, I think that's been the most surprising part of this is, you know, like like we were talking about with Mick, we pour our, our heart, our soul, our time, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, there there are many sacrifices that are made with any job, but especially one in sports where... A lot of people aren't paying attention to sports unless it's in their free time. So we are working... More than just the nine to five, we're working when it's other people's free time. So you're, you're sacrificing a lot. And I think maybe that's why it feels like 11 years, <laughs> not yeah. just 11 months. Totally. But it, it has been, it's just been really cool and a little bit emotional to hear from an organization that you've only been with for 11 months, let you know how much of an impact mm-hmm. that you made and, and the way that they're going to miss you or, hey, I'm still going to call you about this and you know, I just I think that has been for me in this last couple of weeks. Um, it's been probably the most yeah speaks the most to what cool. speaks to what you've done and what you've accomplished in just a short time here. It's yeah, I mean, I think that's absolutely deserved. Um, like you said, it have, you haven't been here a full year, but I mean, just ask, ask around, and it certainly doesn't feel that way. And that that's a credit to you and and the work you've done here. So. Well, I think I was here for 11 months. You were here for eight years. Eight years is a long time. This is the only job I've ever had. I was an intern with the Broncos coming out of school, and then it's been here, and that's it. Like, I've literally grown up here. Will loves doing this, and, of course, so he did it to me. Like, he pulled up, like, old videos from, like, 2012. I like, love doing just, that. Just looking at me, like, it's crazy. Like, I just look like a child. Um, so I've literally grown up here, which is what makes this – hard um just because you spend you spend so much time here and just I'm, I'm 30 years old i've spent nearly a third of my life just working for this place but when i think about the end of something as a storyteller i really think about the beginning and kind of to your point caroline like i think about first deciding to like pursue this and the sacrifices that it took because it was always looked at as a awesome job right everybody who would want to work in sports who wouldn't want to work in the NFL, in order to actually do it, you have to compete with all those people who want to do that very thing. So I, th- I think about the weekends in college driving to Duluth, Minnesota to cover a hockey game when the rest of my buddies were partying on a Saturday night, you know, and my first assignment for this new newspaper covering a track and field event, they didn't even tell me what I was supposed to cover at the event. They just sent me there and you're covering how many athletes <laughs> it, was. it was impossible. I don't even know what I wrote after that story, but that was like my first assignment. So I just think about all those things. And then 
to get as far as it, it took me here to be at the Super Bowl, to be with an NFL team for eight years. I mean, not not bad. No. Not bad. Did you think about during those weekends, though, when you were first starting out, of yeah. that being a sacrifice? No. At the time, it, you know, that it was it was a blast, right? I mean, it was with my buddy. With the two of us were the hockey beat writers, and it's what we wanted to do. Like, yeah. this, it wasn't... It wasn't like this was a homework assignment that we were forced to do for a class. Like this is we we signed up for it. Um, but I think just looking back on it now, it's just it's it's just something to reflect on. As as man, all of that kind of work. That's I think what's sad about saying goodbye to or closing this chapter is just because you know the amount of work and the hours and the sacrifice that went in just to just making this possible. So kind of closing that. It's, it, it's it's hard because you just, you know, Will, obviously Caroline, all of us, anybody who's makes it to a, a chair like we're sitting in right now has gone through a lot and, and sacrificed a lot to, to be there. As fun, as cool a job as it is, I'm sure people probably are like, oh, I don't need to hear this. I mean, you guys get to get paid to watch football, you know, <laughs> and I hear that too. Um, but yeah, there's... There's a lot that goes into uh, over the years making something like this possible, and at the end of something, it's just I always find myself just sort of thinking about those moments. Yeah, I, I think about the, the beginning too, of, and the reason I ask that question about sacrificing is because in the moment you don't realize. I mean, you're a college kid, and all we wanted was this, and so yeah. you don't think of it as sacrifice. That's what I wanted to do, but I think looking back now, getting to the point in my career where I am, I am able to help other people that want to be in this role. And so you turn around and they're asking you questions. And I think that's when it dawned on me how much we have put into these careers. Yeah. And, and everyone does, whether you're an investment banker or a secretary or, you know, anything that anyone does, you're putting in the time and, and the sacrifice to be able to make that happen. Um, and I, I think as, as I look at this next chapter of my life and next chapter of my career, I think that's what I'm, I don't know how to, half do something mm -hmm. we've been yeah. all mm -hmm. in our entire lives and our entire career and, and I think that's a great way to live but I'm genuinely concerned about my work-life balance right, right because we don't have it here mm -hmm. and I hear that a lot of people don't have that so if you have any tips out there of uh you'll never feel that work-life balance right. but I'm going to be taking a month off to just yeah. get resettled and to set Parks and I up well and where we're living and to try and take two of everything and get rid of one of those and put it into a space <laughs> where we can uh, yeah. we can live comfortably, but it's just such a new it's a new stage of life, and we really do uh, we appreciate everyone following along with this part of our lives. We hope, like I said earlier, we I hope that I've made a connection with Panther fans that isn't just about football and that yeah. we can continue to connect because I think that's the part of the job that. Uh, means the most to us. It, it's fun to cover football and it's fun to do that. But if you didn't have a connection with who you're talking to and, and the fans and all of that, it, it certainly would not be as fun. So yeah. we're not saying goodbye. We're just doing it on the podcast because yeah. they won't let us back <laughs> on here once we leave. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm excited to come back for, for a game and maybe tailgate. Uh, that Whoa, would be an experience, yeah. Yeah. right? I will um, say, did I tell, tell you guys about the bye week? or It wasn't. I think it was our bye week. Yeah, I had a, my first beer at a football game. At a game, yeah. I forgot you could do that. It's amazing, right? I'm excited. Unbelievable, yeah. No, so I'm excited for that. Maybe pop by practice every once in a while. I'm I'm looking forward to not having to be at every yep. Panthers practice. 
I've been at every Panthers practice for eight years, so I'm going to take a little bit of break from that. But maybe I'll stop in every once in a while, and that'll be nice just to, to to still be in the area. And you know, I'm excited for the next people who are going to be doing this. Yeah. You know, I just think it's sort of time for somebody else to at, at least I can speak for myself. Do what I've done. It's time for somebody else to tell tell the stories and. I, I've had a good run, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what a a fresh voice and a fresh perspective brings to this, um, and I'll be following along, for sure. We do have much more ahead of us, uh, just for being the three of us sitting around the podcast talking, and and we haven't heard from Matt. He's just so he's sullen there. that he's he's, <laughs> he's crying. He's really sad. He just he's not quite over, you know, talking to Jake and Jordan, and and just realizing the heaviness are you gonna make it without us Matt? i mean people will be a lot nicer to me probably <laughs> he did get picked on that's true a lot while we were sitting here although did i live up to my new year's resolution nope okay good <laughs> well now you don't have to worry about it um because it is that time where we are wrapping up our farewell episode we really really do thank you guys so much for giving us this opportunity to talk to you every single week and to Stay in touch with you on social media, but none of that has to end. Um, and we do have one more episode coming. We're, we're going to share the best of group chat, which I don't know for you guys. It's been really fun to go back and listen to the ridiculousness that we said into these microphones. Literally the first episode. Oh, yeah. The just first wait. five minutes of the first episode. Just wait. You have to tune in next week because the very first thing that Will says on this podcast you might have tears. It might be better than when Matt forgot his suitcase. Probably <laughs> not, but in the moment, it's we do there. think it'll make you laugh. But guys, thank you so much for giving us this privilege to bring you the group chat every single week. We hope you enjoyed this farewell episode, and we'll talk to you one last time next week. <laughs>